You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Debbie Sharp is a member of the Tor House Foundation and a docent for the Tor House Foundation, and she's working on this year's 2009 Robertson Jefferson Fall Festival. Thank you for speaking with me, Debbie. Thank you. Debbie, why don't you tell us a little bit about who Robinson Jeffers was and what the Tor House is? Well, Robinson Jeffers was a poet um, who came to live in Carmel in 1914, when he was in his mid-twenties, he moved here with his wife, Una. Um, and at that time, he was only just beginning to get his own poetic voice, so to speak. He was interested in writing poetry, but hadn't yet really found his unique voice. And in the first few years that he and Yuna were living here in Carmel, he was working on developing his poetic voice. And in 1919, he and his wife completed uh, the building of a little stone cottage on Carmel Point, which they call Tor House, because it was situated right at an outcropping of rock on Carmel Point, and Tor is a Gaelic word meaning outcropping of rock. And they uh, had hired a local contractor to build this little cottage for them. And in the process of that building, Jeffers hired himself out to the contractor to learn how to lay stone. He was fascinated by the granite that was being used to build the house. And as a result of this handling of the stone, he suddenly found his poetic voice. It, it, he was sort of transported in a way. He loved this area and its ruggedness, and handling the stone sort of brought all this out for him. And so from 1919 onward until he died in 1962, he and his family lived at Tor House, and he wrote poetry, basically, and continued to build this quite extraordinary um, home. He went on, after he had built the little cottage, or helped to build the little cottage, he went on from that point and continued building entirely on his own, hauling the granite boulders up from the shore, uh, he built a um, a 40-foot uh, stone tower, which was meant to uh, remind his wife, Una, of the medieval Irish round towers that she was so fond of. The tower itself isn't round. He wasn't able to uh, to manage that, but it's a, it's a wonderful, uh, very medieval-looking tower. And there are several other buildings that are part of the Tor House compound, and... Um, so it, it, it was a life's work along with the poetry that he wrote there. Now, um, uh, Robinson Jeffers uh, was, was a you know, prolific poet, but he's also 
uh, wrote letters, even though he avowed that he didn't hated writing letters. Right. Tell us about this uh, forthcoming publication, The Collected Letters of Robinson Jeffers and Selected Letters of Una Jeffers. Right. Um, Jeffers um, didn't really um, enjoy correspondence, but he did write some really wonderful letters to to friends, to acquaintances, um, and the collecting of these letters um, has been taken on by the Jeffers scholar uh, James Carman, who is a retired professor of English from Chico State University and also happens to be a member of the Torhouse Foundation board. Um, Mr. Carman has um, written a biography of Jeffers as well. But this um, first volume of a three-volume set of the letters of Robinson Jeffers. 1,000 pages. That's right. This first volume alone is just about 1,000 pages, and there are two more volumes to come. This volume covers um, letters written by Jeffers from 1890 to 1930, which would take him from his very early childhood. He was born in 1887, up until the time that he had really become nationally known. He, he became really well-known in the late 20s. Um, and this first volume is an absolutely elegant book. Um, Carmen's work on this has just been incredible, incredibly thorough. Um, it includes um, a wonderful introduction of over 100 pages um, about Jeffers, about the time that he lived and how he fit into the poetic um, arena of the time. Um, and then each letter is uh, very thoroughly annotated. Um, he's, he's just, Carmen has just done a magnificent job with this, and we are extremely pleased that uh, the fall festival weekend next weekend is sort of going to be the outing of this, <laughs> the debut, I should say, of this first volume. So we're, we're very pleased about that. And there's another book that will be uh, in discussed there, <clears throat> Can Poetry Save the World, A Field Guide to Nature Poetry by John Felsteiner. Talk, tell us about that. Right. Um, uh, Felsteiner is a professor at Stanford. Um, he evidently has become fascinated with the idea that in this present ecological disaster that we're living in, that poetry might well serve to wake people up mm -hmm. to the need to um, do more to save the earth. And he has chosen a number of poets, I believe it's perhaps 40 uh, well-known poets who dealt with nature primarily. And he evidently has... Um, uh, dedicated a short chapter to each poet talking about how that poet's work could help to uh, galvanize readers into thinking more deeply about nature. And, of course, Jeffers is included in the book because much of Jeffers' poetry deals with nature, man's proper place in nature, and also simply... Um, extolling the beauties of our own central coast. Which are easily on display at this tour house. Um, you can, when you visit this area, you can just imagine how anybody 
would be inspired. Tell us a little bit about this this upcoming celebration. It starts Friday, October 9th with a sunset celebration at the Tor House Gardens. Right. Uh, this is an annual event which we hold every um, uh, October, in early October, and uh, we begin with a what we call the sunset celebration. Um, it's a wonderful time to be at Tor House mm-hmm. at, at dusk. Hopefully there will be a lovely sunset. Um, and we have a, a wine and cheese reception. Um, reservations are needed for that event, as for all of the events uh, in the weekend. Uh, the uh, sunset celebration uh, is at a cost of $15 per person, um, and I can give information about making reservations in a moment. Um, that will run from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., and one nice feature is that the little cottage at Tor House will be open so that people will be able to go in and look around, and we will have uh, Mark Rush, who is a, an Irish flutist, uh, walking through the grounds playing his flute, and uh, Mr. Carmen will be there signing uh, copies of his book. Um, the following day, Saturday the 10th, we will have a series of lectures at the Carmel Women's Club uh, at Ninth and San Carlos in Carmel. Uh, the cost of that is $40 per person. And there will be four lectures throughout the day, two in the morning and two in the afternoon. The first lecture will be John uh, Falstiner talking about uh, his book, Can Poetry Save the Earth? And then there will be a presentation by uh, one of our archivists at Tor House, Joan Hendrickson, who uh, specializes in photographs of Jeffers and his family. And she has put together uh, a photo presentation called Jeffers Among Friends, which will show Jeffers um, at his leisure with his family and friends uh, in in and around the Carmel Big Sur area, which he loved so much. Uh, then we'll have a break, and people can go off and get their lunch. And then in the afternoon, um, we're especially pleased to have um, three nieces of a very prominent Carmelite, Noel Sullivan, who was a contemporary of Jeffers and Una and knew them very, very well, um, they, he and the and the Jeffers really had a, a, a lovely friendship, um, and three of his nieces, um, Brenda, Alice, and Sheila, um, are coming to Tor House. Brenda is the widow of um, Robinson Jeffers' son Garth, and these three women and Lindsay Jeffers, the poet's grandson, and Sean Flavin the son of Martin Flavin, a very well-known California playwright, um, will be talking about uh, the era in Carmel when Jeffers and Una uh, lived here, uh, socialized with friends. What we're trying to do in this panel discussion is to evoke uh, the Carmel of Jeffers' time, which was a good deal less pretentious and uh, more artistically inclined than uh, Carmel is today. And uh, I think these five people will do a, a wonderful job of that.
And then there's a banquet in the evening. <clears throat> and then on Sunday, there's a, a poetry walk. Yes. Uh, the banquet is at La Playa. Um, and uh, we hope if people are interested in um, attending the banquet that they will be sure to make reservations by October 6th mm-hmm. because we need to have account for that. Uh, James Carmen will be the featured speaker at that banquet. And then on Sunday, we always have a free event, uh, the annual Jeffers Poetry Walk, which takes place at the Carmel River State Beach. Uh, and that's really a lovely time. It will be led by Jean um, Grace of Carmel, um, and what we do there is we ask that people simply come and bring favorite Jeffers poetry, and we walk the beach and stop periodically and read Jeffers verse, and it's one of the best places to do that because it was so much a part of his uh, sense of, of, of place. So that's, that's really a wonderful event. Um, it begins at 9 a.m., and people should... Um, meet at the Carmel River State Beach parking lot. Now, is there a, a website where people can find out information about the event and the Tor House and Robertson Jeffers in general? Yes, um, it, it would be torhouse.org. And uh, there is, on that website, there is all the information about the weekend plus a reservation form that can be printed out and sent in. Um, people can also simply call the Tor House office between 9 and 1, Monday through Thursday, and that number is 831-624-1813. I've been speaking with Debbie Sharp. She's a docent for Tor House and working on the annual Robinson Jeffers uh, Fall Festival. Thank you for speaking with me, Debbie. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.